Hi, everybody. My name is Mike Manning. And I'm Trinity French. And we are your business coaches at Wired to Change. With the number two. We are here to help you get your business to the level you would like it to be so you can enjoy the life of a small business owner. Right now, Trinity, small business owners, it's tough right now. It we need is some really help. really tough, but it is not undoable. We just have to persevere and figure out ways to work smarter, not yes. necessarily harder. And today we're going to do that and we're going to talk all about feet. <laughs> well, not really like feet. That. Not really feet. I more get it, about yeah. more about the the footprints that feet leave and really the footprints that are left digitally. Yes. If you are not aware, um, right now there is this little thing called COVID-19 that is wreaking havoc on our local and global economy. And we want to help all of you, our friends out there that are small business owners, to really master utilizing this to your best advantage and maximizing your digital footprint. So in order to do that, Mike and I are not experts Can't even this. fake that, yep. No, yep. can't even fake it. But we know an expert, and we, we brought back the very, 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 very <laughs> talented, handsome, and tall Drago, who also is the producer of our podcast. So Through, through his company, Purple Comma, he also owns Oak City Technology, websites, social media, Bitcoin, Frisbee golf, you name it. All kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. This man never gets bored. (laughs) We're ecstatically happy that you are back with us. Thank you for having me again. Absolutely. So we've all been stuck in the house now. We'll be going, by the time this comes out, we'll be going on two and a half weeks stuck in the house Mm -hmm. for good reason. But we've not been able to work on our business the way we're used to doing that. Not in the normal way, yep. So for those people sitting at home that may not be... DIYers in the social media digital world. Let's talk some easy things, quick things, cheap things that they can start doing now to keep their name out there and keep in touch with clients and referral partners. Okay. So do you guys want to start talking about social media networks in terms of posting on them or what to post on them? Let's let's start with their website. The website, okay. Is it yeah. current? Did they have to change anything because of their business? What's some tips for them on that? So let's start with the basics. Um, You're going to want to make sure your customers or potential customers are informed of what's going on with your business. So the first thing you want to do is put up a message about COVID-19 on your website just to make sure everyone knows what's going on right now. Um, Along those lines, using social media to get folks to your website is very effective when you're playing a longer game. But what we're talking about right now is things we can do right now at home to get results kind of quicker, sooner than, you know, later. Um, What I recommend is something called aggregators and local directories. You've heard of these before. These are things called Foursquare, Yellow Pages, City Search, Merchant Cycle, Circle Pages, Yellow Book, Chamber of Commerce, things of that nature. These are directories that, that are used to kind of proliferate multiple places online. So when people are looking for a particular service or a need, you're more, more likely to show up in those places. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the most quote unquote, old school things you can do, just putting your name in the yellow book. But in digital age, it works because your footprint is extended much, much further. Okay. The first thing you need to remind people is you're open. 
And yes. you need to literally tell people, we are still open. Your hours may have changed, your days may have changed, but you are still open for business. That, that's a good point, and that, that goes in line with, with the aggregators and the local directories. The more places you have your information that people know you're open, the more likely they are to find you and hire you for your work. So where would you recommend if we're – so let's use our website, for example. Mike and I are still open. We're taking 30-minute coaching calls uh, – Pour gratis for our clients that want to get information for us from us. Where would you recommend we put that? Do we put that at the top of the page, right when they click on it? What would be the best visual way to lay that out? So, depending on the type of business you are, so for you guys uh, in, being in business coaching, I, w- I would just put it at the very, very top. That way, people when they come to your website, they know <laughs> what you're doing right now. They know that you are still serving people. Um, an, an argument could be made for putting it, you know, below the fold if you're in healthcare or, or something like that, bec- because you want to have other things up. But for you guys specifically, I would put it at the top of the website. Okay, Fantastic. just in a, a big old plain box, right? Yeah, a banner across the top in a, a color that's different from your existing color scheme on your website. So I'd use something like a yellow or a red banner to really catch the person's attention. That's because if you haven't visited our website yet, it's navy blue and white, and it's gorgeous. So, And if you haven't, you should, www.wired2change.com with number, number two. two. <laughs> so website, now they're, so the first step is to inform the public of their status. Now what can they do to generate conversation, comments, business? They can take the last five or so questions that they got from different clients and post those to social media. Mm. That is the best thing I could recommend right now. When you can't think of what you want to post or how to get attention to yourself, take the last five questions your clients ask you and answer those on social media. When now let's uh, expand into that on social media, rank the three platforms that they should do that on. Okay. So if we're talking for typical businesses, small businesses in particular, LinkedIn is going to be your number one spot. Um, This is the most used business platform. It's called Facebook for business for a reason. Um, What what I would say on Facebook specifically is, is always, I'm sorry, on LinkedIn is to always provide value. Um, Never try and spam the network because LinkedIn is a place where people are trying to get business done. So if you spam, you're almost going to be completely ignored. Um, The next place I would recommend. Let's go back to LinkedIn. So literally, what are they going to write? What's it going to look like? Do they have to come up with a cool design? And maybe somebody like me doesn't know how to do that. What should that look like? So for LinkedIn specifically, it is a more of a professional network, online, unlike Facebook or Instagram, which is more casual. So we're going to want to stick to facts and figures, things that are providing value to people. So make a post that has, I don't know, something like how, how your industry, let's say your financial advisor, how your industry has been impacted by, by COVID. Give some facts and figures on what the economy is going to look like. Put some hashtags in there. Um, that, that's what I would recommend for that type of okay. stuff. And just straight text, do you need a picture, an image? I would definitely recommend putting an image. Um, right now, depending on your skill level, if you have any graphic design skills or not, <laughs> you know, you, you could always dress it up and put some stuff to catch people's attention. But right now, if you're just trying to get information out there, a, a simple picture with, with some text on it is going to be the best thing for you. And, and that good. And if somebody was looking to have some content developed, is that something that your business does? 
Yes, um, we can develop content for you. Specifically, it's more so sales related, how to get more business. It's not really uh, healthcare related COVID-19 stuff. So we're mm-hmm. not healthcare experts. We can't really put together a, a comprehensive informative campaign or anything like that. But if it's about your industry, yes, we can absolutely help craft a message about your industry. What kind of picture would they use? So let, let's, let's pick a topic at hand. What would be the topic at hand? Let's use you guys, business coaching. Business coaching. Business coaching. Yeah, my yeah. business is still open, but the revenue is dwindling. What can I do to Inside flatten it? Yeah. One of the things that not a lot of people realize about the imagery you choose is there's a lot of subconscious um, things that go into it. So what I mean by that is you're going to want to choose an image that incites action. That could be things like shaking hands, walking towards a building, um, anything of that nature. You're going to want to just show action of some sort. And that has been actually particularly effective for um, ticket-based events I've noticed in the past. So that's a tidbit for anyone looking to run an event once this is all over. Maybe even an online event. Showing action towards a given location, shaking hands, walking is a really good image to use in the background for social media. Could As business coaches, if we're going to help you enjoy a better life with a successful business, would we show you with your family? Yeah. That, that mm-hmm. is something that's important to you. The, the one thing, uh, I, I love answering questions in terms of yes or no, but I, li- I also love to give um, what not to do. So what, one, of the, one of the things I've, I've found from the past, I've done a lot of research on this, and it's currently kind of showing up on Instagram right now, is the over-showiness of the flashiness of various industries and, and whatnot. So what I mean by that is if you're, if you're trying to show someone um, the small business life, don't show a picture of like a martini on, on a beach or something because that, that's, that's grandiose lifestyle that is gotcha. not really realistic for most people. So, the, so in a park with your kids. In a park with your gotcha. kids is much, okay. much more appropriate. I understand. Don't, don't over-talk. Yeah, so don't, don't over-talk, don't oversell, don't overhype, so to speak. Yeah. Okay, so we got LinkedIn kind of figured out. Where would you send them next, let's say, from a business standpoint? From a business standpoint, the number two, it's still, I'm going to have to recommend Facebook. It's solely because anyone's business can succeed there. It's an open playground. Um, the biggest thing is you just have to be able to cut through your noise, uh, cut through the noise on the network because there's quite a bit of uh, things going on there. One way you can do that is not to use blue in your graphics. So because the website is already in a blue tone, using blue <laughs> graphics, you're probably, you're going to fade into the background. Yeah. Which we have. So I, and I've been working with Scott. Oh, I got that yellow background. I need to pull that out. Let me make a note. Okay. See, even we learn here. We're humble enough to know that we yeah, could yeah. be doing no. way better in so many areas. Nowhere near perfect. Huh? Now, Trinity does a good job in the real estate world of posting business and personal. Where do you fall on that? That kind of mix. Yeah, that that one's easy. Uh, The way I fall on that is do what you're comfortable with. If you're comfortable posting about your business life, post about it. If you're comfortable posting about your personal life, go ahead and do that. My personal view on that is I enjoy providing uh, value through business-based posts um, in terms of educational things about my industry, things you should do, things you should avoid. 
Um, I enjoy posting pictures of personal events I do, but where I draw the line is posting pictures of family and whatnot because I don't want my digital online persona to be affected by anything in my mm. family realm whatsoever. Mm. I don't want those two tied. I want a nice line drawn yeah. between those. those and I'm one step up from you because really the only pictures I post on Facebook are me and Oliver when Becky and I get to go see him. Perfect. You would not know I have two sons if you followed me on Facebook because <laughs> I told him it's like the royal family. It's Oliver and everybody else and the next grandkids going to knock everybody else down <laughs> further and the next one. So, And then Trinity does way more. You don't do a ton, but you do way more than we do personal and business. A lot of my business comes from my social sphere. So they like to see themselves online. You know, when I go out to a group event and I tag 10 people in a group photo, now the people, all of their friends are going to see them tagged in that photo. So um, it's a really easy way to get myself out there and get more views and more followers and people really, you know, and it helps my content not slide to the bottom because if you're always posting the same thing over and over, then the algorithms start not working in your favor. And that goes back to a point you made on the previous podcast. That's your sales team. Most of those people in all those posts are part of your sales team. Right. Or I want them to be a part of my sales team. So um, I do get a good bit of my business from Facebook and um, social media, but I have never paid for an ad. I've never paid for any of that content. I've never ran any of that. I don't even know how to do it, even though I'm going to be looking into it because I know that there's some businesses that it works really well for. I've seen people, you know, have a lot of success with paid ads. I just personally have never had to do it. We talked about the content on LinkedIn. It should reflect what your industry is going through. What type of contact content should be on Facebook? Facebook, um, same type of content. If you're, if you're trying to provide value on LinkedIn, you should be doing the same thing on Facebook. The only difference is you can be a little more casual. So whereas LinkedIn, you're going to want to, you know, remain strictly professional on Facebook. You can use, Alternative posting, you know, mechanisms such as a meme. For those of mm-hmm. you who have heard of memes out there, memes are perfectly okay for Facebook. They're great for getting a point across in like five seconds. Would you recommend they reference what they're going through, working from home, limited hours, a fun picture of family game night at home, something like that? Yeah, if you're willing to share your personal life, absolutely. We're all going through the kind of the same thing right now. So if you can show someone your your human side in what I like to call the inhuman environment of the internet, yeah. you're doing a bang up job already. That that's one of the toughest things to do is to humanize yourself in an inhuman environment. So if you show personal pictures of yourself, you know, going through the same thing everyone else is going through, making a note like, Oh, tonight I you know I couldn't get everything done, it was a struggle, but yeah. this is what I did get finished. People are gonna associate with that kind of thing. Or for dinner if the store is out of a particular thing you guys usually eat, well, we substitute it with this, and it came out okay. A friend of mine the other day on Facebook posted a lemon lasagna. Okay. Oh, it was like seven layers of, okay. oh, yeah, good stuff. And I saw the word lasagna, and I'm like, hey, that guy might, wait, lemon, right? That would have got my attention, yeah. too. Right. Uh, well, and I'm really hungry right now, so yeah. everything sounds good. <laughs> but just to have some fun, going back to your point, just to have a little fun like that. Okay, All right. So where else can they put their business stuff out there? We got LinkedIn, we got Facebook. So the third one I'm going to recommend is Instagram. 
That one is going to be heavily, heavily biased towards visual industries, obviously, mm-hmm. because all we can post over there is images and video. I, I myself, as you know, I'm in marketing, digital marketing, so it's not the best place because I don't have a uh, quote unquote a visual product to show off. But there's still lots of things I can do make make the things I do appear visually appealing, and that's that's probably why Instagram is is number three amongst most people. Mm-hmm. You do Facebook and Instagram have stories. Mm-hmm. Do you use how often do you use that? I use stories quite a bit. Um, I found that you, if you have a lot of stuff that you want to post in a given day, then it's great to add it to your story because then the people that want to go watch your story don't mind clicking through five or six different things versus if you post five times a day to Instagram, people are going to be like, what the heck? Why is Trinity posting five times in in a day? Um, So that's where I really see stories coming into play. Um, Stories are great for little short videos, funny stuff, you know, plus it's in one spot. So people don't have to go scroll through their whole feed to see what you have to say, which is really helpful with, with the stories. If you had a business that had drive up, whether it's food or not, lobby's closed, but we'll come out and get you what you need and take out delivery, whatever you call that. You would want video of a happy customer coming up, getting what they ordered and your staff helping them and the customer waves as they're leaving. You would want to put that yeah, up. Yeah, All right. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, we're still in business. We're still taking care of you. Come on by. Yeah, or even something simple as like a picture. I've noticed a lot of things in the Raleigh Durham area here um, in terms of food service have been putting tents outside for curbside pickup. Yep. Taking a picture of an employee next to the tent, tent. put Perfect. it up on yeah. put it up on, you know, whatever network you use the most and let people know you're still open for business. Because I was at Best Buy the other day doing some stuff so we can get better Wi Fi in the house and that's a whole nother store and a whole nother podcast trying to get that done. <laughs> trying to understand that because I'm not yeah, me and technology, not good. But they had a tent out there. And they were had a line, and it was there were six feet posts were six feet apart, and they put a note and explained, you know, for courtesy and COVID nineteen. I forget what the rest of it was, but if you'll stand here and the next one there, and they were doing that. They had music going on. They had when I got there, there were probably I was like the fourth person in line, and there were six salespeople out there just waiting to help anybody. So mm-hmm. they were turned. They were getting customers in there and out of there. Yeah. Plus it was eighty five degrees and sunny, so nowhere to stand and. I asked the guy, I was clearly the oldest guy in line, and he was playing the young kids' music. And I said, hey, how about us baby boomers? Got any classic rock? And they all laughed and didn't play any classic rock. <laughs> so I can respect that because they need, they were out there longer than I was going to be. So. so stories about how you're still open, how you're still interacting with your customers, and those are relatively easy to put up, Trinity? Yeah, adding okay. to your story is super easy. Um, I mean, both on Facebook and Instagram, both platforms are pretty straightforward. If you get in there and just start clicking around, you can pretty quickly figure it out. Whether or not you want to do it live or you can go and upload saved images or videos. Either way, you can do it. How often are we posting these? How often do you post your stories, Trinity? So I like to do something every day. Don't always do something every day on every social media platform. So I have stuff that I do on Snapchat. I have stuff that I do on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. Um, Those are the primary 
things that I use. I do have my Instagram linked to my Twitter account. So all of my Insta posts go directly to Twitter. Perfect. That's awesomely efficient. Yes. Yes. Um, now, how because, are you adjusting your messages to the life we're all leading today? Well, I'm letting people know how, like we came up with a little infographic about how we're helping our clients with, you know, showing homes and still being able to serve them with COVID-19. And that was like a huge hit. I actually had somebody message me and they were like, wow, that was a really good post. Like, keep up the good work. So anything that explains to people how you are pivoting within your industry, um, people want to see upbeat, positive things right now. There's so mm -hmm. much social media yes. negativity True. that if you can be, I posted something the other day and I have, I actually haven't really been on social media cause I was so busy moving my office yesterday, but I posted a picture of something super silly and it was a picture of a guy with a bunch of like stuff on himself i saw that and, i got one of those and it was um a picture that there's 27 figures of speech in the photo who can guess one and then one was cat's got his tongue and you know there's like i got the don't put the your all your cheese, eggs in a basket you're all your eggs in a basket and so right now you know i go out to that post that was just something silly to mm -hmm. keep people and there's over 50 comments on that mm -hmm. post of people trying to guess what those things were so i don't always want it to be all real estate or all business coaching all the time and i do a fair mix of both and then i do post you know some motivational stuff um on my instagram and on our instagram page for um but like with our motivational things i actually i do some alcohol ink painting and i take those paintings and put a quote that i've written like my own personal quote and i make original art so like one of my hashtags that i use on there is original art so people know like that's not some i didn't just grab that off the internet it's something that i actually came up with and took the time to do one of the things that's driving me nuts on social media is everybody is answering questions about themselves like do you know how to drive a stick shift what's your favorite color and they're getting to a hundred questions. Stop it. Give me five. I'm not going to read all hundred. I'm not going to do it. Give me five. I might take a shot at that. But man, first one I saw was like 20, then 25, then 33. I saw one the other day with a hundred questions what? on there. Stop. Yeah. What stop. are you talking about exactly? I haven't seen those. Yeah. Go. You'll find is questions to get to know each other better. Uh, were you, do you have a tattoo? Have you ever been arrested? What's your favorite color? Yes, no questions or easy answers like that. So people are just making quick social media posts? Oh, my God. They, yes. They're oh, long. they are. Oh, but oh, wow. they're A hundred yeah. questions. I, 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 I guess so I've you're been supposed to, you're supposed to copy it and, yeah. and edit it to your own no. answers and then repost yeah. it. And, whoop, and, and don't tell me if you're a good friend of mine. You'll No, I'm a good friend of yours and I'm not going to share that. <laughs> But I'm still a good friend of yours. If you're a, if you're a good friend of mine, you wouldn't ask me. If you're a good friend of mine, we share this. Stuff. That's what I was about to say. If you're no. a good friend, you wouldn't ask me in the first yeah, place. Exactly, <laughs> not gonna happen. So, could we have a little fun like that with a business? Of Five course. questions. Of course. Year you opened. Absolutely. Why couldn't do why you started? Because I could turn it into a paragraph. But something like that, have some fun, mm -hmm. right? Okay. Year you started. Absolutely. Yeah. What's what event kind of predicated it? That's always oh, a good okay. one to ask. Right. Like yeah. what, why you went down the path? Okay. What event made? This I may happen? do that, and I might I may point out that I'm only giving five questions, not a hundred. 
I'm okay patting myself on the back and digging people. Yes. So I, I mean, I'm, I'm much more likely to answer your five questions exactly. than 30 or 100 of them. Yeah. Because answering five questions will take, like, what, two, two minutes? Seconds. I did. Yeah. I found a friend of mine because I used to run a bowling center in Durham, and I found one of my uh, former bowlers. And uh, we, she and I have kept been keeping in touch on Facebook. And one of the questions was, do you know how to drive a stick shift? And she put no. And, of course, I have to answer back. What do you mean no stick shift? And that prompted two of her cousins to get on the ghost. You mean you don't know how to drive a stick shift? Don't stir oh, that perfect. pot. There I love go. that. Speaking love of that. stick shifts, I drove one today. I drove Scott's Jeep here today. It's fun, isn't it? It was super fun. fun. I had the I have the doors off and the top off, and it's... Of the Jeep. Of the Jeep. Right, not yes, Trinity. not myself. Not yet. <laughs> it is nice Of course, it is a nice ride home, yes. Uh, let's talk videos now. Let's talk content and links. So th this one's actually really, really simple because when you're getting started with video, you don't have equipment, you don't have what you need. So don't, don't get fancy. Just turn your phone around. And like I said earlier, answer the last five questions your clients asked you. That is the best thing you could possibly do in terms of video content. Again, I got to reiterate, you don't have the time overnight to become an amazing video editor, but what you do have is a cell phone and you do have a face. People can associate with that. So you just film yourself answering the last five questions that your clients ask you. Heck, if you have time, do 10 questions. Post that up to various social media networks. Post it, um, I'm sorry, post it to yeah, your social media networks and then put some hashtags on there so it can be searched through, through Google and other search engines as well. I love that. You have a phone and you have a face. <laughs> Suck it up, buttercup, and do your videos. Keep it simple. Yeah. <laughs> you, all right, so you do the videos. Uh, length. What's the length of those? Uh, that, that That's up for debate. Uh, I personally like to stay, you know, if it's a, a tidbit, like you're talking about one thing, um, I, I want to say thir 30 seconds to a minute, minute and a half tops. Uh, I personally like about a minute because that that's what I like to consume. If something's yep. about under two minutes, I'm much, much more likely to consume it. I'm with so you I that. always try and put myself in other people's shoes and create my content that way. For LinkedIn and Facebook, under two minutes. But you could expand that, put it on your YouTube channel. You could then hit the five questions Absolutely. to post it on your YouTube channel, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, and then you can always post a link to your YouTube channel on all of your social media. Oh, yeah. Boom. Perfect. And people forget about yeah. even having or starting a YouTube channel because that's where you house every video you've ever done. Yeah, I mean, it's still it's still free. And what a lot of people don't know is that it's the second most utilized search engine on the planet. Put your headline in the form of a question. How do I post on Facebook? And when somebody goes into the internet and types, how do I post on Facebook? It could come up. Absolutely. And now all of a sudden you're a resource and you're an expert because they watch their video. That, that, that's exactly what you just said is exactly the goal I have when I do a lot of my written content that, that is meant to be searched upon Google. The newest one out there, Trinity, I don't know if you're on it, but it is TikTok. Indeed. TikTok. I am not on it. Right. I get sent a lot of TikTok videos. I know nothing about it. I feel really old right now. My understanding was it was started for the teenage girl segment of the population. But I'm starting to see now, I saw a lady at the foot of her driveway. There's a little swale there. So she filled that up with water, brought her beach chair out there. One of her sons laid through some sand down and she was pretending like she was at the beach. And this was a mom that did that, which was kind of cool. But so I, I, don't, I have no idea who it's for now. 
So this is an extremely young demographic. So realistically, most business owners aren't going to be able to market here. Realistically, unless you're in some sort of clothing or apparel sales that, that are directly targeting teenagers, TikTok is not going to be for you. It's essentially um, kind of replacing Snapchat for, for that teenage demographic. LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, what else are we missing? I know you're not a huge Twitter fan. Yeah, I'm not a huge Twitter fan, but we might as well talk about it because it exists, right? So I like to call Twitter the water cooler of the internet. It's where everyone hangs out to chat. It's, it's just where, where chit-chat is you know, happening, so to speak. Boy, and News is posted. It's brutal on there It sometimes. is brutal. All, all kinds of stuff happens. It's, it's not necessarily what I like to call positive play, so that's, that's why I like to stay away. But everything from you know, chit-chat, water cooler chat, news, complaining, customer service, Twitter is pretty much used for everything. You're a small business owner sitting at home, you're, but you're still working. You still provide a service. What are you posting on Twitter? Personally, uh, what I'm posting on, on Twitter is, is exactly what's up there right now. Is as I, have a, I have a pinned message that, that says, um, you know, if you have any questions related to, you know, this industry, which is, you know, digital marketing, you know, web, website design, SEO, leave me a message. So that, that's all I really have posted right now on Twitter myself is, is a, a just kind of a pinned message letting people know to contact me. Directly. If you have a painting or landscaping company, Post something, video of something. Yeah, if you, you have want land- a lawnmower yeah, waving, hey, exactly. I'm still open if for business. Lo- okay. If you have landscaping business, you can, you know, still be operating outside. That's, you know, well within social distancing. Just have have your partner post a video of you mowing the lawn. Do you post much on Twitter other than Instagram linking to Twitter? No, I'm a bad tweeter. I've I've learned to follow the a few people that are my humor and stay out of politics and preaching. Yeah, and actually kind of fun. Yeah. And then, well, uh, and I just, I literally just don't have enough time. You don't. Yes. I, I just, that, I that's had where to it's pick, at for me. Yeah, yeah, I had to pick a couple of things and, and you're not, and I'm not, you're not you worse know, for the wear. Yeah. For sure. Um, I get the, and the inability to do like a lot of direct messaging via Twitter is what makes it not as good. So, because if I post something about real estate, then I usually will get a DM from somebody asking, you know, then saying, hey, I'm interested in buying a house or I'm thinking about selling my house or, and I'll get that via Instagram. I'll get that via Facebook. I'll get that via LinkedIn. But that ability isn't really there on Twitter. Somebody's not, not, I don't, I've never had anyone tweet me that they want to buy or sell a house or book a coaching appointment. Yeah, I imagine that's not the norm. I, right. I, I myself have never had someone reach out and say, hey, you know, through a tweet, I'd like for you to build me a website. Right. <laughs> yet to happen. <laughs> but if you want to be the first person to ever tweet at me and book a coaching appointment, have at it. Yeah, I you would, can be the I first. would love it. You can be the first. And we'll sing I your praises will, on the next podcast. Yes, <laughs> and I'll tell everybody all about it. What, are we, what have we not asked you about yet, Drago? Tips for a small business owner at home to be quick and efficient today. Well, the, the last thing we can chat about is kind of what we're doing right now, podcasting. I've uh, been getting a lot of questions from people about starting a podcast. That that, that, that seems to be the norm right now. Uh, as time goes on, audio will, will kind of over-encompass written as, as it has been. And so as, as time goes on, video will do the same thing. But right now we're in the audio stage. Audio is brand new and fresh. So let's chat about podcasting for a second. The number one thing I can recommend and that you literally have to have, it's not even recommendation, is it's crystal clear audio. You have to have clear audio. People will forgive bad video. 
Like your video can be grainy, 1994 VHS, and I will still watch it if your audio is clear and I can understand what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Why? It's because if you have a message I want to hear, I want to be able to hear it. That's why. So the way this can be done and the absolute cheapest way to do it is to invest in what's called a USB microphone, which directly jacks into your computer rather than using um, a a plug and play, um, what do you call it, a traditional 3.5 millimeter mic. Um, The environment is is my second tip. Make sure there are no echoes because people will be able to notice (laughs) that. That goes along with audio quality. Y'all, y'all can't see where we're sitting right now, but sitting around us are a bunch of foam panels. So when our sounds bounce off the walls, they don't bounce off the walls. They get stuck in the foam kind of like a carbon filter. There's a lot of surface area. So those are the two biggest tips for podcasting is have crystal clear audio, spend a little bit on a USB mic so you can make it as good as you can, and then have your environment uh, kind of acoustically tuned. What I mean by that is no echoes. The best way to do this if you live in a typical home or apartment is to use a closet. It is pretty much automatically acoustically tuned for you. One of the guys here in the triangle, Jason Gilligan, who owns Earfluence, he's a podcaster and a podcast producer. He's been posting the top five ways to start a podcast or reasons to and i think it was number two was podcast drunk but edit sober I could see why. I do. You'd like that. Yeah. You'd be more, yeah. you'd be more relaxed, more, more, you know, yeah. able to chat, riff. And then when you're editing, you got to be more serious. And yeah, I could see why. And the length of the podcast is whatever the length of the topic is. Yeah. It could be, there are some natural. podcasts that are like seven minutes a day. And then ours goes anywhere between 30 and 35, 38 minutes, just depending on. And, and others, uh, Joe Rogan's what, three hours. Yeah. So yeah. it just, that whatever the content is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I'm part of a podcast Facebook group and wonderful resource of knowledge there. And some people just, there's one guy goes, yeah, my podcast is seven minutes every day. Like, dang. Oh, I feel like I would just be getting warmed up. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's you and I, I that's, yeah. we couldn't say my anything goodness, in seven minutes. Right? Like, but that if it's would working be for him, it's working for him. Right? Yeah. He does. Yeah, yeah. He enjoys it very much. So, all right. So these are things any of us sitting at home can do. I'm not, I can't even say I'm not, not tech savvy because I'm not even that good, but I'm learning that. So a lot of these things I can do at home. So I know you can go to Oak City Technology, oakcitytech.com. Yeah, you're right the first time, oakcitytechnology.com. Send Drago an email or request. He does wonderful stuff. He can help your website. He can help your social media or just do it yourself and learn, but just start. Just start. Yeah. Kind of like your first podcast. Just start. Just start. The, the, no one's going to judge you for starting. No. Everyone had to start at some point. We yes. all started from square one. Just to go back from what Trinity said a couple of shows ago with Deborah Mathias from LinkedIn, just make sure your spelling is correct. Mm-hmm. You could be the most simplest post ever, but if there's one typo, that's all. You could have the recipe for curing cancer. And if there's a typo, Twitter's going to kill you on it. That's They're true. just going to kill you. They out. will. And, but that goes back to your credibility point that we've been talking about with this stuff. So, all right, well, we appreciate the tips for that. We are, Trinity and I are offering free 30-minute coaching seminars. If you need help with what you're going through today, if you need some questions answered or you just want to bounce some ideas off of us, free 30 minutes, no strings attached. We're not going to sell you anything. We're not going to make you do anything. We just want to help. And the only thing we ask you to do with that opportunity is pay it forward to somebody else that needs the help amen so please rate review and subscribe on our podcast and we'll see you next time on our wired to change podcast